you, Kid Fury, Crystal, it's the read, y'all! Hello, WNYC and Queens. Thank y'all so much for coming out to the read. Alex said... What song do you want to come out to? And I was like, I don't care. Thinking, how bad could it be? You know, there's so many songs that exist. And then Alex. Through the many years, many years, we've done this. Just the song selection just has to be on point at this at this juncture that we're in, right? As a performing duo. Um. And we get on this motherfucker to Ariana Grande's latest. That's right. Latest. That's right. That's right. Because first of all, it's her first number one. Shout out to Ponytail. Is you it? did that. It's her first number one. You know, as a hive, I'm very proud of her. But also, thank you. Next is a goddamn bop. It's like you know what? Yes. Thank you for the lessons I learned when I was with your bitch ass. And now I'm moving on and I'm growing the fuck up and I'm better. So bring on the next motherfucker that I'm going to learn something from. It's a good ass song, friend. I'm sorry. So when Except Alex- that you were with him publicly and we all saw you claim him. And we all were perplexed when you did claim him in the first place. So all of us were kind of sitting okay. waiting for this song and this I mean, moment fine. to happen. You because know. each of us were quite confused as to how this happened in the first place. You know what I'm saying? But, but that's Ariana's sure, testimony. Sure, Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> folks, welcome. Thanks so much uh, for coming. Yes. Uh, my name is uh, Bernie Mac. And my name is Alexandria. Alexandra? <laughs> my name is Alexandra for our white manager and Alex. Give it up for Alex for bringing us here tonight and making sure we have everything on our rider like a nice Thank you white so much for does. bringing her up. So now that you have, right, don't you book no more places with no bar because look, this is what happens. We've talked about this before, bitch. Me? You've already come up here with a fucking uh, Radio Disney soundtrack and then... First of all, I love that song. Secondly, I brought That's my fair. own liquor. So the presence of the bar means almost nothing. But shout out to y'all for coming out on a random ass Tuesday night when you we know you gotta go to work in the morning and you gotta deal with fucking MTA and all that bullshit. Thank y'all for being here. We appreciate it. It was hard. I know it was, but thank you anyway, baby. I appreciate it for real. So nigga. <laughs> They smoked like five blunts in the bathroom and you know who you are. So nobody say anything to me. Thanks so much for coming to the Knockdown Center. So as we begin. Woo! Um, Black excellence. First of all, shout out to Mouse Jones for coming and hosting tonight. We appreciate him. The world's nicest troll. How are you a, a kind troll? Like... Mouse Jones honestly just come up to Andy Rand You look beautiful today, Queen. Don't let any of these niggas tell you otherwise. You be like, okay. Yeah, Thank sure. You. When I saw him earlier, that nigga bowed. I was like, really? Yeah. Are you kneeling right now? <laughs> like, are Thank you. you no, you don't have to do it again. Thank you so much for coming to the show and hosting. We appreciate you. Black excellence this evening. 
two people I'm giving it to. First and foremost, we will be giving it to one, uh, Sierra Sibbles. Now, this woman is a Chesapeake, Virginia native, correct, who is also the first black woman to, if my uh, Wi-Fi here will catch up with me, I want to word this correctly. Thank you so much to earn a doctoral degree in nuclear engineering from the University of Michigan. Well, damn. What the fuck is nuclear engineering? Something that we and our paltry existences okay. will never be able to wrap our fine. nigger minds around. Okay. Let me tell you, you something. So <laughs> this is like STEM shit, meaning like... <laughs> Sciences where they like when Trump sets the world fully ablaze, Sierra will have the the blueprints on escape. Like <laughs> you know them sci-fi movies where they're like, okay, so we only have so many seats on the on the spaceship, right? And so we got to like figure out who's making it out into into space, and we're gonna like colonize a new planet. Like Sierra will have a black ass spaceship for just a few yes. of us. Yes. I'm assuming that Sir Rumi Blue Beyonce already have a seat designated. Um, and so the rest of us just have to do what we have to do so that right. we can also make it out. Okay. So anyway. Cool, cool, cool. cool. Um, so this is one of the top programs for this, I guess, major or what have you in the entire country. So here she is, Miss Dr. Sierra Civils, to be quite uh, specific. You know, Kia would want us to mention that. Right, right, right. Don't forget um, the doctor, nigga. And so the funny thing that I found about this is that she said that she took she took an AP chemistry class her junior year of high school and her teacher encouraged her to pursue a career in STEM. So Miss Lima, bitch, let me tell you something just once again. When I came to you in that chemistry class and I told your monkey ass that I needed some extra help, maybe I could have been Dr. Sierra Civils. Maybe I wouldn't be up here lollygagging on stage talking about other people's nigga business and I would be creating spaceships yes. for other niggas. Yes. Maybe I would be admitted to Wakanda yes. University and I would be a bit, you know, figuring out Hell a way yeah. to counteract the racism that we're dealing today. But no, you had a life. You didn't want to encourage me to be Dr. Sierra Civils, bitch. You were waiting for Instagram to hit in the mid, the, the late 2000s Thanks. and shit like that so that you could look cute. Fuck you for the rest of your life. Right. But that's not the point. I mean, but Friend, you could have been majoring in vibranium, Abs making all kind of shit. You could have been a brain surgeon the, and shit. The gloves, hell the yeah, Shuri gloves, hell yeah. I want those, right? You know, I could have made those. You could have been life. doing it, right? But she didn't believe in you. She was a she fucking had hater. A life. My God. Anyway, so shout out to Sierra and her AP chemistry teacher for encouraging her to be the first black yes. woman to earn a doctoral degree in nuclear Amen. engineering. Amen. And shout out to Sierra. Are you gay, girl? If so, hit me up. I don't. She probably not. Her cheekbones are very lovely, though. She's a beautiful girl. Oh, are black they? Because you know, people with sharp cheekbones tend to be, you know, That's, don't Don't make things up. I'm just saying. I'm Don't not saying, but I'm saying. Don't make things up. I okay. just love her. Also, Let me love her. Um, one more black Always. excellence. Uh, my my flotus, uh, Michelle Obama. Yeah. 
Yes. Becoming is in stores now, in case you haven't already figured out your copy. Um, so she's, is it, what is it, L, Essence, is it L? It's L. I think it's L. Okay, the gays know. Thanks so. for the specificity. Are you gay? Okay, great. I just wanted to make sure I didn't, like, missexualize you, if that's a term. Amen. I just want you to know the white lady over here did a whole ass praise when you brought up Michelle Obama. She was like, Melania who, bitch? I don't know her. <laughs> yes, Michelle, my floatus, bitch. <laughs> no, put your thing back on. So um, I just wanted to mention her because she is radiant, beautiful, inspiring, encouraging. Her book is out. Her photos are fantastic. Michelle Obama is perfect. Also, I loved when uh, she was asked uh, about um, smoking weed, like she mentioned smoking weed in her book. And she, what's, what is yes. the lady's name? Huh? Not Gail, the other one. What's Gail? the other one? Oprah? No, not Gail. Not Gail? Not Robin. Oh, Robin Roberts. Yes. Uh, when NBC, Robin, GMA. I know things. When Robin... Do you? Robin asked her about it. It was like, you didn't have to mention that. Like, why did you, you know, what made you bring up, you know, smoking weed? <laughs> she was like, because... It's a thing that happens. Like, Hell yeah. I, it, it's my Niggas origin story. smoke weed. That's just it. And it's not even just black people. White people also smoke weed. And look at them. They're like, yes, me as well. I order every week. We are all on that shit, especially in New York and Cali. So shout out to Michelle for being real about it. I'm about to order her book right now. So what this means. Literally doing it right now on my phone. It's the just paperback Sorry. makes me feel so powerful for the elders in my family or community like that judge me for being a pothead <laughs> our queen right it's like how mad at me can you really be very but I that's mean, but, <laughs> I mean true but as long as I'm still paying my bills and not asking you for nothing how mad can you really be Exactly. I can see a lot of y'all have family from flyover states. I can see that. Because <laughs> I feel like if I was from the East Coast, this would not be so a conversation. Michelle and Barack went on to do amazing, amazing, wonderful things right. for so many people. Whereas my parents are still trying to figure out what exactly it is that I do. Yes. Like they know that I don't ask them for no money, but... <laughs> When other people at the church ask, they can't really fill in the blanks. Like, it's like, right? He bought me this bag. <laughs> the other day, my mama was like, "How's your little radio show on the internet? Is it doing okay? People on the internet still listening to it?" I said, "Girl, not really, but you know, it's fine. It's some internet shit, girl." Don't my worry mama about just it. realized that the show I'm writing is a fictional one. I think she thought I was making a documentary. <laughs> that is. Like I was talking to her about writing, like maybe three or four days ago, and she was like, "Oh, so this is like a series? Like <laughs> people will act?" Yes, girl, niggas will act. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cause you know he's so, a bad bitch. When you working with Lena White not, and you got not, a deal and you developing shit and you writing shit, then you a bad bitch. 
it belongs on your mic. Friend, it belongs on your mic. Thank you. So, tonight... And, um... Hey, y'all, this podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding a work-life balance can be tough, okay? If anybody knows, I know. But Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. If you don't know, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. You can use Squarespace to create a website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to your time, all in one place. With the new guided design Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website that's optimized for every device and make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay, and in certain countries, you can give customers the chance to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. Y'all know I love Squarespace. I used it to put our website together. This is 3.com. I've also used it on my personal website, crystal.com. And that is because, first of all, it's very easy to use if you ever need to update it. It's simple to log in, make whatever updates you can make or whatever you need to do without knowing any code or anything like that. And it helps me to just stay organized, do everything I need to do. Because you got to have a web presence, okay? It's 2024. You got to have a web pre- web presence. So head on over to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash three to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Let them know if you're in Crystal sent you. All right, let's get back to the show. Hey, y'all, listen, we all know that life is full of the yada, yada, yada. You know, sometimes you sign up for a contract one place and then in order to get out of it, you got to send a million letters and go up there in person. And it's just a bunch of blah, blah, blah. Like this could have been easier. Okay, we've all dealt with the yada, yada before when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in fine print or, you know, even bills that just seem to keep going up every month for no dang reason. Or when budget airlines promise a cheap fare, but then they charge you for every little thing until... You might as well have just booked your ticket somewhere else. But it is possible to outsmart the yada yada, like triple checking airline deals and making sure everything you need is already included. So remember, you don't have to take the yada yada in life and you don't have to take it from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises and not a yada yada. So stop by one of the over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide to sign up today. Oh, I had a good one too. Hot tops. Oh no, I did know country for all bottoms. Um, Hot tops and <laughs> green eggs and ham. No, green eggs and bottoms. Ooh, painting for dummies. Pantene, the color niggas, <laughs> or the hair niggas. Sorry, I said I was gonna stop. You think about you know what when you sober up and you think about hot tops painting for dummies. I am pretty sober. Okay. I am mostly sober. So my tabs aren't really in a very good order, so I don't have a way to make this all spicy and exciting. Okay. Um. So we're just gonna go randomly. Congratulations to Gabrielle Union and to Dwayne Wade. Dwayne and Gab, they have, um, it's Dwayne. It's definitely Dwayne. His mama put D-W-Y-A-N-E. That spells Dwayne. So. It does. 
It's just facts. <laughs> it's just facts are facts, America. There's just ways that like letters and words yep. work. Phonics. Font. Thank you. Phonics are really a thing, and DWI is why. I didn't go through four years of Schoolhouse Rock University for you to just tell me that this is Dwayne. It isn't. So, either way, they just welcomed new child into the Earth's atmosphere. And uh, the child is through surrogacy, apparently, because I was very confused. I was like, I thought I just saw Gary Union. Right. Like, two days ago. And she looks very thin and perfect, as you. <laughs> as you. So, like, I don't put it past the black goddess to just be like, oh, I was pregnant. <laughs> But I was lost. Yeah. So surrogacy apparently is what happened in this situation, which sounds like a woman's best bet. No shade. Like, I just feel like if I don't have to be the one to do it. Honestly, but again, I'm male and pregnancy sounds terrible. So I mean, I'm female and also surrogacy sounds like the goddamn move. Another bitch taking a fertilized egg by you and your nigga and carrying it and giving birth and then just giving it to so you. So wait. Right. The baby mine <laughs> look like me. I get to keep it. Yeah. But I still get to take beef selfies? Right. And get drunk in the ninth trimester. Smoke my weed. You get to do all that shit. This is great. Like Be as high as you want to as your baby shower because you're not pregnant, bitch. But we just go have edibles coming. at the baby shower because she coming. But either way, like celebrate good times come on right either way i'm turning up hey my new baby y'all is y'all ready that's gonna be me so i'm not mad at that at all okay so i have a real question though and there's no shade attached to it um so in like photos with the baby that they had posted and stuff right gabrielle was like in a hospital bed and she had on like don't do this black she had i'm this is i'm asking for research i genuinely want to know she had on like the little hospital nighty and like the wristband and stuff and i thought okay well why you know (laughs) so i don't know but i feel like it's probably part of the experience like when the baby is first born they probably were like, Gabrielle, you know, put on something to where the baby can feel you skin to skin and get accustomed to your... Got it. See, all the okay. bitches with kids, no. They was like, yes, bitch, that's it. They want you to put on something to where the baby can feel like your heartbeat and your rhythm and all that friend That bullshit. makes sense. Okay, that yeah. makes sense. So I think that's why, but that didn't stop y'all from making y'all's goddamn jokes. That didn't oh, stop did y'all. Oh, they did. Oh, this is just a question I asked myself maybe oh, no. forty-five oh, minutes no. ago. Oh no, they got their jokes I in. <laughs> I was very. I thought it was just like a part of the photo shoot y'all at first, shit. and then I thought, okay, well maybe like she, like she was there and the baby was born, and then n- n- nutrients. I don't know. I was trying to. <laughs> I didn't. But that makes sense. Like, yeah, it's okay, some the baby bonding is born, shit. and then like let's bond here. Right. So like, but. <laughs> I don't know. I thought to myself, nigga, if I didn't get to the birth of this baby, my baby was just born. I'm going in my finest BCBG, a full, a full B face. Absolutely like, not. I'm taking the baddest fucking newborn selfies. No. Of my baby. Are you kidding? Yes, Gabrielle. But that kidding. sounds nice too. Yes, right. It's you know, 
I know that she has been through a lot and several miscarriages in her life, which I don't wish upon any person capable of giving birth because they are so traumatic. But, you know, Gabrielle has a a rough story. And the fact that her man, you know, when they were on a break, when it got some random hoe pregnant, I'm sure don't make things no better. Because at their wedding, you got this three-year-old nigga toddling down there and you like, really? (laughs) Like them grown ones, fine. But this new nigga, like, I know she was pissed. And the fact that she couldn't carry the term herself, I know had to hurt. So I'm very happy for the two of them. Thrilled. Right. No, I'm so happy for them. But I knew when I saw the pictures of her in that nurse's outfit. What do nurses wear? Scrubs. Scrubs. But it wasn't. Was she wearing scrubs? Yes. Oh, I didn't Thank see Thank you that. so much. Or a gown. When, whatever it was. When I saw her in it, I said... <laughs> Unfortunately for Gabrielle, there is no way the Negroes of the internet are going to like this rock. And I was right. But the thing is, once you're at Gabrielle and Dwayne's level of fame, you have to be used to niggas saying whatever they want to say and you live in your life however you want to live it. She has a great sense of humor. Yes. She's awesome. I was genuine, like, I didn't have any shade behind it. I was really, like, thinking there has to be some specific reason why she has a wristband on and a gown and shit like that. I just wanted an answer to my question. I didn't think, because I'm thinking, nigga, if I didn't have to give birth to my baby, I'm wearing jeans to the hospital. Like, right? Fuck. Like, what? So, Bitch, but you. what you said makes sense. Amen. Congratulations to Gabrielle Union and the Clovers for... <laughs> Um, they're exciting new addition. Never forget the Clovis. Also expecting a baby soon is future with uh, Bow Wow's baby mama. We discussed this. So, um, Nevadius, he, uh, so, uh, Nevadius and uh, two of his, uh, coven, they have... They have not been enjoying one another publicly. Bow Wow's baby mama, who is currently pregnant with Future's latest, and one of the other baby mamas named Brittany, who is very active on social media, um, they hate one another, seemingly, but in a very, you know, um, passive-aggressive, love-and-hip-hop sort of way. So lots of shade is being thrown back and forth. Most recently, uh, Joy, the one who's pregnant, yes. had a baby shower. Uh, Future was uh, at the baby shower. They took a photo together. I think he even held the bump in the prom pose sort of way. <laughs> Love and happiness and things like that, right? So, of course, you shady niggas, most of you who also were present in Gabrielle Union's comments, decided... <laughs> to go to Miss Brittany and ask her if she brought a gift to the baby shower. If they decided on names for a baby that's not hers. Just cruel things because y'all are mean. And so I think Brittany said yes that she did buy a gift which (laughs) she didn't. And um, also that Future is merely protecting his assets which I guess you can translate that however the fuck you want to. I don't, whatever. And um, 
So yeah, they have just been heated. The girls are upset with one another. They're upset with the child's father. You know what I'm saying? Baby Future is enjoying his organic applesauce on the whole other side of the country. They're great, okay? Level up, level up. Um, right. But... <laughs> Future tweet uh, posted the following on one of his most recent Instagram pages, leading us to believe that Brittany, who seemed to have had enough with um, House Future, uh, that she's not going anywhere. So he posted a black and white photo because niggas love black and white filters. It removes each and every imperfection. And it's a classic look. Um he posted this photo and the caption says, you gonna cry in this Phantom or that Nissan? She looked up and said, Phantom. So to that, I just wanted to mention a few things. First of all, um, I'd rather cry in the Nissan. And I'm going to give you a couple of reasons why. Same. I've been in a Phantom, lovely car on the inside, hideous on the outside. I don't give a fuck when none of y'all niggas say, no, I don't have Phantom money and it's still ugly. Run me over with one. I don't give a shit. Phantoms look nice on the outside of a club on South Beach or somewhere in fucking Hollywood or somewhere like that. Or like valeted at some expensive restaurant. A phantom at Target going to get your orange juice is ugly. Phantoms look like phantoms look like Mayor bought Miss Millie a car. And she an ass Sophie to teach her to drive it. They're ugly. Right? So there's that. Yes. Next to that, we have the fact that the Nissan Altima is a very reliable vehicle, okay? Great on gas, great on mileage. Okay, they look like normal cars. They blend in wherever you go. You can take your ass to Whole Foods and not worry about somebody breaking into your shit. Like, so I don't, I'm gonna be grinning ear to ear in my Nissan. What are you, Sandra, Altima? I don't care what you put Hell in. Oh yeah. Quest. It ain't nothing wrong with none of them cars, honestly. Niggas should be gl- glad. Sorry, I have the hiccups. Sorry, you guys, but honestly, people should be glad to even have a Nissan or anything similar. Like, my little brother is. <laughs> Such a ghetto bitch. I am so hood. But anyway, he's trying to graduate from college, and I told him, nigga, you about to get a, a Corolla, <laughs> a Civic, something, nigga, something that me and mama can pay for for under 15000 <laughs> I don't know. Why do I have hiccups? Do I need to keep drinking? Can somebody go get my tequila and orange orange juice from the back? No, I already drank that mark-ass water. It didn't do nothing. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you, Mike. Two and a half segments left. I'm just trying not to have the hiccups. Okay. Amen. So yeah, cars, young brothers. I was just in Miami when I went to go vote, even though Florida decided to show its whole entire ass. But that's fine. We've conceded. We're going to count all of them. But what what matters here is that what I was reminded by when I went <laughs> when I went home. So I guess like we've been a very Nissan family. Like I don't know, like like. We just, right, I'm Jamaican, like, Nissan's for everyone. So, when I swear, when I was like. Is that a Jamaican thing? I guess, I don't know. Nissan's Nissan's, are Jamaican? Nissan's and Toyotas. The the Jamaican said yes. Nissan's (laughs) and Toyotas, the whole generation. 
So, my nigga, my mom, when I, I had to have been in junior high school, right? And she got a quest because she had very three small kids. So, that was the car. So, I'm out the house. My younger brother is out of the house. So, my youngest is still there, early 20s, still in college. Right, my mama has a brand new spanking all black Altima. Rims are crisp to God, my nigga. You know what I'm saying? Because she's leveled up and she don't have to take kids to no motherfucking school in the morning no more. So what happened to that quest? My youngest brother. Thank you, Mike. My boo. Y'all give it up for Mike. Love you so much. So now my youngest brother is driving the quest because they were like, nigga, buy your own damn car. We've been down this road, okay? Fully, not to quote baby boy, but mama needs a life too. Like, I don't, I'm not doing this shit. So when I went home the other day and I saw my brother going, he, was, he got up to go to school and this nigga, this nigga cranked up that 2,000 quests. Yes. I was like, God, please deliver me through these dreams I'm trying to make happen so I can buy my baby brother a new car, Jesus. You ain't shit. But the point is that a Nissan is a great car and don't let any of these niggas tell you different. The fuck? I don't understand why niggas feel like because they get out the trap and they get some money that you can just openly be garbage because you can buy these women nice things. But at the same time, I do know that because many people will allow niggas to treat them like garbage because they buy them nice things. Yes. And at some point, you just got to realize that you can't drive that phantom to glory, sis. Like, you just can't. Not forever anyway, bitch. Like, you can ride it for a little while. But I don't know Joy or Brittany. So, God bless everyone involved. Um, Let's see. Ray J is going back to college next year. Why? That's the same thing I said. To major in what? I don't know. I can't wait to hear this. So Ray J went to Philander Smith College in Little Rock, Arkansas. And there, this is an HBCU for those of you who don't know, also a founder of the United. You gonna be all right? Yeah, no, I'm great. I'm just, I'm just, you know, have the hiccups. I really urge you to try some H2O. I have. I had some water. It did nothing. So I'm going to have tequila. I had water. It was trash. William Ray Norwood Jr. was um, a part of the school's homecoming uh, event. He was what they call the Bless the Mic speaker. And um, so he went there and was like a part of the homecoming moment and did like some uh, motivational, inspirational speech or whatever. So they said he spent like a couple of days on the campus and shit like that. And so now he's decided to enroll there and will be going to college in 2019. And I like this. You know what I'm saying? And I'm going to tell you why. Not because it's like a nigga who doesn't have to, but is um, is what's... He's pursuing, thank you. See, I didn't stay in school. He's pursuing higher learning and things like that in films. And the reason I really appreciate this is because the nigga's like rich, like like real rich, like not one wish Mona me rich. Like this nigga has like drones. Did you know this? Like, like 
Ray J says like drones and like headsets and shit. Like he's like like Beats by Dre light. Like Princess Love and yeah. then they have like an empire. Like this thing. And I always thought, right? Again, as someone who said fuck school, I always thought that college and shit was what you did so that you would have a career and make a whole bunch of money and and be able to take care of your family and your family don't have to worry about stuff. So I feel like if I'm already there, why what? am I gonna go to school? Yes, you like that's that's that's. That's me. I'm irresponsible and I don't care about things, right? So you have to take that into account. But I also thought about it and I'm like, you know, I know that when I go to try new things or venture into like new spaces, it's really important for me a lot of times to get hands-on experience and to like get lessons and stuff. So I feel like I could see a nigga being like, you know what? All I really know is like showing up to set for Love and Hip Hop and and getting syndications for Dorian and why not? Like right. why why not why not sign up for new school? I got a brand spanking new baby that looks like my mama. A brand spanking new what? Let's how do you feel about it? Honestly, I feel great about it. I'm glad that Ray J is doing something for his baby because Lord knows you know his music music career. <laughs> was not going to take it there. Princess and her weave line was also not not going to do nothing. Thank you so much for your input. I hate that I have the hiccups right now. I'm trying to get rid of them, but <laughs> God damn it! Hold just... your breath. Hold your breath. Okay. Hold it. Are you? Re- hold on. Tell me when to hold it. I will. Okay. Starting now. All right. And you just sit there until I... All right. <laughs> So, um, moving right along. All right. Okay. Yeah. Let's let's pass that over. I want some. No, I want some for myself. No, you don't. I do. I'm so serious. I want just a little bit right in here. Just here. Let me pour it. Here. You are. Okay, you're a wench. Because okay. you're not mixing Henny and tequila, and we both know that. So, today's two did a reboot it, the band from MTV. <laughs> so, apparently, everybody who was in MTV's The Band, the first, you know, the, the group with them niggas, they're all still alive. All right. You know we're not going to work tomorrow, right? You know, there's a lot riding on this. I know they have to go to work tomorrow. I know you don't. So if you want some of that... No, I have shit to do tomorrow, bitch. Oh, you have to work tomorrow? Oh, I'm not doing shit tomorrow. Okay, so... I'm not. Ness from the band was spotted at a show recently where he told some interviewers that the band will be having a reunion on November 17th in Philadelphia. Each and every single one of the members will be present for said reunion and niggas will hopefully be there to try and remember their songs. So, to that I say, 
congratulations to everyone involved. I'm so glad to hear this. And I honestly don't think that it will be quite nostalgic enough unless Ness and Fred fight on stage. While Babs yells, let them fight. Yes. I don't really remember one of your songs, so that's yes. what I would like to see. Just like we old hoes deserve, you know? Those of us who remember the first incarnation of Flavor of Love. Damn, a bunch of 30 plus year old bitches here tonight. Amen. And proud. Y'all understand me. And proud. This first row must be like Asian people who barely listen to the show only. Shout out to y'all. But everybody else is like, bitch, I remember New York getting on that show and telling Pumpkin, fight me, bitch. Slap me, bitch. Slap me. The high quality television we all deserve. You're clicking. Thank you, friend. But you're clicking down. I feel clicky. No, that I'm was... clicking down. Never mind. That can't be good. That was a quote from New York. Anyways. Uh, oh, New York. Uh, it wasn't? Was that not how it goes? It was talking about making a band. So, it was Ness You went to the bar, too? <laughs> Everybody's having a great saucy night. I love you Let me catch people up. of color and your white boyfriends that you brought tonight. I love y'all so dearly. What? Do you see a white man sitting right there? It's a white man right there. What's up, white man? Yeah, you? You. You, white man. What's up? Oh, you not white? He said, bitch, I'm Puerto Rican. Where the white man at? Damn, it ain't no white man. But My bad, sir. My bad. I thought you were white. My bad. You kind of look white from a distance. But... My bad. Oh, it is a white boy. Hey! There go Chad. What's up, Chad? What's up, Tad? Am I... We Am I awake? Is this real life? This feels like one of those things where I could just, like, shoot up in my bed no, and be like... this is Ugh. real life. This is really... Oh, the show's tomorrow. Fuck. No, nigga. The show's tonight and it's happening right now, bitch. And we're having a grand old time. Hell yeah. And we ain't never got to the mess yet. Jaden Smith recently performed at the Odd Future Festival Camp Flogna and on stage he referred to Tyler the Creator as his best fucking friend and went on to say that he's his motherfucking boyfriend. He repeated fucking boyfriend several times. Tyler the Creator stood in the audience with one of those masks that they be wearing in Tokyo and shit on their face. Those like surgical masks on his face and he just cackled um, and Twitter kind of went and then um Afterward, uh, Tyler Creator tweeted, I feel free. Jaden Smith said, uh, Yep, Tyler the Creator, I told everyone you can't deny it now. You can't deny it now. To which he said, 
ha ha, you're a crazy nigga, man. And that's pretty much it. Now, if you Girl, did what? not know or didn't care or both, Tyler, the creator, uh, had stirred up some talk about his sexuality, either him being bisexual, homosexual, or somewhere else on the LGBT spectrum because of some lines about him kissing white boys with some shit in high school right, right. on those. his album or yep. dating white yep. boys yep. or some yep. other shit. Now, here are my feelings about this. Um... I'm glad that there is a group uh, of young black men somewhere in the skating drug universe that is comfortable enough to speak on their sexuality in whatever way it is they're doing. Like, I don't think that they're actually dating. I don't think that that nigga's his boyfriend. I think that they, either one or both of them is somewhere on the spectrum and they're just having fun with it. And to that I say, great. I'd rather niggas who are somewhere on the Kinsey scale go up and call each other boyfriends on stage and doing the polar opposite that hip-hop has done forever and ever and ever. So... I get I'll take it. I don't know. I think I'm a little too old to know or care at this point. I like Jaden a lot. Tyler the Crater has frightened me for many years. Um, but I appreciate what I guess he brings to the culture. I did go to the Odd Future Festival some years and years back and had an amazing time. Oh, I time. remember this. Yes. I had a really good time. So like shout out to them and whoever they sleep with, I guess. Whatever. I mean so I personally do not believe that Tyler, the creator, sleeps with black men. <laughs> I simply do I don't not think, believe I don't that. know if race was... Yeah, no. So I think Jaden doing that whole, oh, Tyler's my boyfriend thing was just really more of a, you know, we just bullshitting and having fun. I support you, bro. Yeah, you know, fucking with the internet kind yeah. of thing. But... Tyler in my heart of hearts look like the type of nigga who is just like drawn to white boys automatically and just be like, hey. nobody but a white man can see my soul. <laughs> nobody but a white man can understand the, the oppression that I go through. Oh, well. I just don't see Tyler the creator with a black man. And if I'm wrong, then please prove me wrong. But I just don't see him being with Jaden Smith. When I Who saw cares? this clip, I was like, you know what? The Smith children, Jaden, Willow, and the other one, who's the older one? Trey. Trey. Probably Trey to a lesser degree, but those children are very much like go with the flow you know be whoever the fuck you are type of bullshit which is the same sort of shit that I want my kids to be on but I feel like they're not just like like Jaden feels completely comfortable talking about another man being his boyfriend in a way that most black men would not you see what I'm saying like if Nicki Minaj can go up on stage right or any other female performing artist can go up on stage and be like shout out to Cassie that's my bitch I love that bitch that fine you know what I'm saying like girls do all of the time and we know that they don't bump puss like why can't a nigga go up on stage and be like that's my boyfriend and we just right. be like why not? okay pass the weed yes. like who? that's the new shit that, and I, I like, like that yes I feel like that's exactly Exactly what was happening because we all know Tyler the Creator is not taking no black dick. We all know that. <laughs> if that's what confirms it for you, sis, I'm on board. I feel like sure. we know that as a sure. community. So let's just move on. He he said what? 
Shout out to sis on her motherfucking phone. Finding the latest to make sure you hoes knew what was up. Exactly. I don't see Tyler Creator as one of them, you know, I need a black king types. He's one of them, I need a dick types. And that's fine. The blessing in this is that I have no interest in sleeping with Tyler, the creator, so I lose nothing. You know, like, I don't really care who's... I not only have no interest in him sexually, I have no problem with interracial dating. So, like... Same. Get your rocks off and on. I don't care. I, like, salute you and whatever it is that you're doing and your your skateboard. Right. Buddy... The thing about it is men are trash universally. Black, white, Asian, Pacific Islander, Latinx, all them motherfuckers are universally pretty awful. So if you find one that you can deal with regardless of race, just be with his ass because most of them are pure to fucking trash and they know it. So you dealing with a nigga, rock, you dealing with a nigga, so you're get dealing your rocks with, wherever the fuck you can is what nigga. I say. Okay, I don't care what tribe the nigga is from. Right. He's still a nigga, so you've got your work to do. Yes. Wherever still you are. Still nigga, like now, Jay-Z said. Personally, I per, I prefer to deal with the familiarity of my niggas. You know what I'm saying? I know how to deal with our shit and sort of what to expect. White niggas, on the other hand, right. like, I... Uh, it's too much. <laughs> I mean, and the thing is, a lot of times I feel like, you know, I could be with a, a black man. I could be, be with a, a black... <laughs> Okay, so don't do that. You're fucking rude. Maybe not a black cis man, but I could be with a black man. I could be with a black masculine. But then I date these people exclusively, and I'm like, yo, a white man might not be that bad. Honestly, just being real. Just being real. Because with black men, you got to deal with sexism and the fact they feel like as a black woman, all you should care about is black shit. And then with white people, they're like, oh, I understand. Oh, your woman's right thing. Oh, do you want to bring your bra? <laughs> but then it's like with the black shit, they don't really get it. So either way it goes, regardless, as a black woman or femme identified person, you're going to have to deal with some bullshit. So you just choose whichever bullshit you want to deal with. Niggas in my life would be like, oh, so you want to go and try white boys? You? Okay. <laughs> I see you when you get back. Like... <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm walking right back to the house. Oh, how'd it go? You know what you need? You need a stud. He said that racism would only end when we stop talking about it. You need a stud who will love you. Oh, did he? All right. Yes. Okay, the Popeyes is in the fridge. You need a stud who will coddle you and talk to you about your feelings. No, the nigga fuck I don't. No, I do not. 
I know for like, you to I need for you to know your role and for you to just be there and do your thing. Raggedy. Okay. He lying. He be lying. present. Watch he the lying. game and shit. Let me fin- make my deadline. All right. And then let's go to bed. I don't need any of the, the extra. Whatever. You want to watch football with your man. Don't lie. For what? I don't know. I honestly have no Watching idea. football with like a nigga that loves football is like when a nigga who has never watched How to Get Away with Murder watches it with me and wants to. So, how long they been working together? So, wait, they killed who? Oh, so she was with the white man. Wait, so with the white man dead? You be like, nigga, shut, shut up. up. It's on Hulu. Just go and why, why are you asking me these fucking questions? You said that you was interested, nigga. You should have done your motherfucking research. Asking me all these questions. Amen. Niggas don't want me to be asking them what the fuck a second down is every goddamn time the shit come on, bitch. They just want to enjoy what the fuck they watching, and I appreciate that. I'm okay. not going to flex and act like I give a fuck about a, a fucking field goal. I don't even know. So it's six or seven points. How many? A field goal? How does... So when 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 you get to kick, when does that happen? A field goal is neither six nor so seven when, <laughs> points. So when it rained, they really just keep playing? <laughs> like... Okay, friend. When I was at home, I swear to God, when I was at home the other day, I think, like, UM was playing or something. It was raining Who? crazy. Like, UN? UM. Oh. University of Miami. The hurricanes. I was like, United Nations? I know things. The hurricanes. United Nations don't have a team. It was pouring, right? And I'm sitting really, like, up underneath my parents just because I wanted to be there, right? And so I'm pretending to give a fuck about this game. And my dad is watching attentively, and I'm like, so they just keep playing in the rain oh like I t- my dad is sitting right here and I turned to him and I was like so it ain't harder to catch the ball like when the ball is like <laughs> my dad's like yeah it's, they do when the ball's wet makes it yep. a bit tougher to, to, catch. Yep. to catch it yeah and we do it anyway <laughs> Amen. that is fascinating Nobody want to hear this. You enjoy what you're enjoying. I'll be over Silly. here enjoying me, and we can simultaneously enjoy one of the one another's presence, sex, and sleep. Amen. What more? What more? I don't need questions. Nothing. Speaking of interracial interracial relationships, okay. y'all are uh, uh, starting GoFundMe's for Michelle Williams. Now, here's the thing. <laughs> Change.org. So, um, uh, Michelle, Michelle, uh, from DC3, y'all know she is engaged to that white man with the black name, Chad Johnson. And you remember we was looking at, we was like, you sure he ain't got little nigga on him? This <laughs> on the, we said this on the show. Right. We were like, we were like, are you sure he's not mixed, girl? Just a little bit of nigga. Just a little bit? Um, no, full white fam. Um, 
So Chad and Michelle have this new show on own called Chad Loves Michelle. And y'all have wasted, I mean, have they had two episodes yet? Like, y'all already urging Michelle to leave this man. So what happened on a recent episode, Michelle and Chad were talking to their uh, black female therapist, Dr. Lady. And they had a conversation about a recent argument or disagreement they had. And Michelle mentions that... um, Part during the argument, she said something to him along the lines of, you don't understand me communicating to you like this or whatever because you're not black. Maybe because you weren't raised around black people, you don't, you're not used to people speaking like this or whatever, which upset his wife feelings. And so then at some point he decided to ask her if she had taken her meds. If you don't know... Woo! Michelle has recently or not too long ago gone public about her uh, you know struggles with mental health and her going to therapy and taking medication all that stuff so this is literally a clip on the show this isn't something that just popped up on the shade room like this is something they allowed us to watch Um, and so many of y'all are asking for her to leave this white man now so Right. Um, I have mixed feelings about this as a nigga and a crazy motherfucker. Um, Don't do that. Again, so here's the thing, right? I feel like a big part of the reason why I'm so, uh, I would be so cautious or concerned if I were in a relationship with a white guy is because of situation. I could fully see myself saying to a white guy I'm dating like, well, I guess you just don't get it, bitch, because you ain't from where the fuck I'm from. And you ain't seen what the fuck I've seen, my nigga. Maybe if you grew up around the niggas that I yeah. grew up in, maybe if you had gone to the motherfucking flea markets in Opelika, my nigga, then you would know how the fuck we talk to motherfuckers. But you didn't, all right? So you and your green bean casserole lifestyle need to catch up because this is just the way that we chat, bitch. But did it have to be green bean casserole? Green bean casserole, actually, if doctored up just like the right way, it's not too bad. Like, you can just like... I don't think I've ever had it. It's green beans and that cream of mushroom soup, right? I don't eat neither one of those. So, but honestly, I felt the same way. It was like, Watching that clip, which obviously I haven't seen the whole episode, but watching that clip, I was like, Michelle, girl, nobody who is dealing with depression or anxiety or any other mental health issue deserves to have that shit thrown up in their face because you're bringing up something very goddamn real. If you have a white partner, the bare minimum that white partners should be able to do is to say, you know what? You are a black woman. You grew up differently than I did. We do have differences. However, regardless, I love you and I'm willing to do whatever it takes to work it out. Instead of this nigga, Chad was just like, uh, bitch, did you take your mask today, ho? And I'm just like, okay, no, that doesn't work. Like, that doesn't work out. You don't get to do that to people who trust you, who love you, right. who entrust you to the care of their entire selves. And I don't like, really it's know. Too much. I don't know how long her entire battle with these issues has been or whatever, but she, again, very recently came out publicly talking about it and the things that she was doing with it. So at the very least, you know that this publicly is a new thing for her so to throw that in her face because of something that she said to you although i can understand you being like well damn like you know what i'm saying but he was you're like, already getting cussed out by her and then for her to be like well bitch 
you don't get it because it's something that you can't do nothing about. Like, I get being like, like, I don't know what to say about this, but to cut her, especially in that place, rather than being like, you're right, I don't understand or I probably don't get it because we do come from two different places. Like, that is just fucked up beyond measure. But I do want to say, in fairness, that to me as a whole and the fact that they were sitting calmly having a conversation with a therapist afterwards it didn't seem no different than many of the petty conversations that all of us have had with motherfuckers that we've dated motherfuckers you married to broke up with whatever I have said way worse but I feel like Michelle way worse I'm just saying like he he was terrible like that was a fucked up thing for him to do or whatever but I'm not about to be like you need to leave that one just start with what a, a black or a latino brother or somebody else i mean well I'm every other say, nigga says very nice things <laughs> i'm gonna say michelle williams you deserve better than this white man who denies the fact that race is a thing in this country and that people are raised differently and that the fact that you're racist mean that you won't communicate the same instead of him being like oh you're right babe you are a black woman I am a white man let's talk about how we communicate differently he was instantly offended that she even brought up race in the first place which is some Trump shit it's the thing that this administration does when you bring up race they're like you're being racist bring up the fact that I'm racist and it's like no bitch I'm I'm being a real person by bringing up the fact that you feel this way about something that has something to do with who I am as a human being. You're 1000% right. But to that, I also would just like to say that it is normal, I think, in relationships for us to just argue and say fucked up stupid shit and not think because of what's happening in the moment and then hopefully do the work afterwards right. to lo- like learn better from it so that you do. So what I'm saying is, although Chad was fucked up in that situation, I'm not about to judge this bitch because I've never put any of my right. arguments with no negative <laughs> out on the front street. That's the only thing. Facts. Maybe y'all motherfuckers are talking about motherfuckers, sick mamas and all kinds of shit like that. Don't act like like you don't fuck you and your 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 sister that can't walk or whatever she like y'all be y'all go the fuck good I mean come on like don't act like you have not cussed somebody the fuck out in the moment and then have to go back afterwards and do your work because you know that you was wrong oh no so what I'm saying is I'm not passing judgment but Chad I got my eyes on you yes and I don't think I want Chad for Michelle anymore at first I was like oh it's just a white boy who kind of passes for black like John B but now I'm not really into him no like John B passed for black for a long time and niggas really thought John B was mixed and we really wanted him to do more songs by his baby voice like I, don't, like I don't think I ever looked at John B and was like hmm nah he had that shape up with the beard and everything niggas definitely thought he was mixed y'all was like nah his grandma half black I don't give a fuck what nobody say So, you know, I feel like Michelle deserves better than this, but I also understand the pressure on a 30-something Christian single woman to get married and to have kids. It's an intense amount of pressure. But I just feel like she honestly deserves better than what this white man is willing or able to give. I didn't like that. But good luck to Michelle Williams regardless, Chad. I don't really care. She's fucked up too many bridges. Okay, like musical ones, not like action. See, here you go. Damn, you ain't shit. Like she's gone See? on and given us way too many musical moments for for mediocrity Y'all in her relationships. Shit. 
What did I do? I didn't do anything. No, it's fine, friend. Well, that's it for the topics today. Thank God. Let's just move on. What did we miss, friends? Oh, Jill Scott in the mic thing. Have you seen that? I can't even do it right. Don't video me, you motherfuckers. (laughs) Do you refuse to talk about Jill Scott? What the fuck was Jill Scott doing? Friend, what, why did you she didn't see this? No, I'm oh, asking. No. What the fuck was she doing? Okay. What? So, why did she do that? A video of Jill Scott. I saw the video. Okay, great. I'm asking why it happened. Okay, no one can answer that. Niggas have been yelling us, yelling at us all day about. Y'all should have been known. Jill Scott was nasty. Jill Scott been a freak, bitch. We been known that. However, I've been watching. I've been watching Alphas and Q's simulate sex on stage since 1999, and I am no longer enthused by that shit. I have been watching them niggas pretend to eat pussy and pretend to go deep in that shit for a long, long time. So watching Jill Scott deep throat Casper. <laughs> Does nothing for me. Watching her jiggle Casper's balls, I was Casper, like, "Bitch, Casper that- was a child." Casper, oh. think of a different ghost. Okay, who who is anybody a, else? Who's a grown? Who is a grown ghost? A ghost. What? Give what's me a his grown. What's Beetlejuice. His what's his she name was, from? She was juggling Beetlejuice's balls, sucking that nigga's dick, letting him splooge all on her face. Ain't nobody got time for that. Patrick Swayze. There you go. Full grown adult dead man. My issue is not with Jill Scott. It's not with her size or her race or anything else. It's with the fact that if anybody got on stage simulating sex, I would be disgusted. She stroked the balls. I don't She care. caressed right. invisible she like, balls. It happened for such a long time. Like at first, I was like, oh, Jill, you're so nasty. I feel you, bitch. But then I was like, oh. <laughs> Why are we still doing I have this? never juggled balls in my life. Oh, you're missing out. <laughs> Emma, tell me how I'm missing out, friend. All right. Anything else that we missed this week? When you want the best, you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead. It's like if you're hiring for your business, you want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up. So what's the best way to do that? We've told you. It's your girl, ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates fast, honey. And right now you can try it for free, girl, at ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology takes center stage to identify top talent for your roles. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's smart technology starts showing you qualified people for it. And I've actually used ZipRecruiter for my for like my <laughs> own personal things on the back end. And it really does work pretty quickly. And I also appreciate that it's easy to use because, uh, you know, this aging brain of mine in technology works part in ways, which makes me sad, but that's a different conversation. Amp up your hiring performance with Zip Recruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash the read again that's ziprecruiter.com slash the read ziprecruiter the smartest way to hire now let's get back to show 
All right. So in that case, we're going to move on to the Q&A section. Oh, God. There's a bar here. This is going to go terribly. So I don't know if it's a mouse. All right. right. Mouse has a mic stand over here. If you have a question that you would like to ask in front of the world, please give a fake name and do so. Mouse, are we having people get up and come to the mic? So right here, this black man right here, just come line up by the So you and the pink hair, you're first. Come on. Come. You and the pink hair first. Yeah. Girl, why don't you just come? She's first. There's a line to form. <laughs> All right, stand right here. And we're going to have the girl sure. with the pink hair. Yep, line right here. Just get in line. All right, okay, just no. quick quick little rules about this, okay? We're going to be respectful. Ask a question. Get your ass up out of here. Don't touch this mic, all right? I'm going to hold the mic. Y'all going to Jill Scott. I mean, y'all going to ask y'all a question. I'm going to go on Instagram Live while you guys are doing this. Sorry. All right. One more thing. One more thing. When these people ask their questions, of course, we encourage mess. We love mess. We're entertained by mess. We need to hear the question. So feel free to judge people. But if you could do so in a manner that would allow us to finish and hear the question before you turn to your neighbor and talk about who was a trifling bitch, just in, you know, for the sake of like time. That would be great. Yes, because truly we love trifling bitches. But well, you know, we have multiple people to get through tonight. So many. All right. Yes. So, what's your name and your question? Y'all ready? All right. Remember, don't touch this microphone. Come on, Pinkhead. <laughs> I'm Stella. Hey, Hi. Stella. Hey, get girl. that groove back, bitch. Never lost it. Never lost it. Crystal, I love your laugh. Kid Fury, I love you too. Thank, Thank you. Um, so I don't much. have a trifling question, I guess. What? Um, hold on. What? Uh, what kind of question? Okay, so if Beyonce was writing a tell-all and you guys got to ask her three just out-of-pocket questions, what would they be? Shout the fuck out to you, Stella. That's how you ask a question. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Succinct. You know what I'm saying? It, interesting, fun, interactive. You did what the fuck you had to do. Do you already know what you would ask Beyonce? Um. I would ask Beyonce one of the things I feel like I, I I think about all of the time with her is what do you do when you don't feel like working that day like when like I done bought my ticket and I've waited forever and I'm in my seat at the MetLife forever heinous ass stadium that we go to and I'm waiting for you to come out and you've just had a shit fucking day you know what I'm saying Blue has been cussing out dancers left and right you know what I'm saying the dressing room wasn't the temperature it needed to be niggas was turning things in late and you were just pissed but you know you have to go out there and show your ass anyway because that's what we're expecting what do you do in those days when you want to kick everything over and tell niggas to eat a dick but you know that you have to be Beyonce that would be my first question (laughs) go at what you yeah I think my second question would definitely be something along the lines of What was your first, Crystal? Well, I don't have to have a first. We're just doing three total. (laughs) So, secondly, my question would be if you weren't so fucking rich, how would you deal with having three goddamn kids? Like, Girl, I cannot imagine having Blue Ivy smart ass mouth ass around 
and then them twins too i know them niggas ain't dumb so i'm just like girl how do you handle having three kids is it a nanny 24 7 is it your mama being around like girl how do you do it because i am looking to have children once trump is out of office and so i would really like some guidance in that arena you know beyonce is rich enough to deal with whatever but i am not so i think you know how do you deal with motherhood and career would be my next question okay so i'll just give two real quick since the question was three yeah because i said what the fuck i said um so my first or my second one rather would be how do you deal with the frivolous petty commentary that you're dealing with when that you deal with when you do next to nothing like how did you how do you deal with people telling you that you ain't have your own baby how do you deal with like cops saying that they're not gonna come to or they're not gonna give a fuck about your concert or protect the people at your concert because you sank a fucking uh, cop car and you like how do you deal with like people turning people saying that you're the reason that motherfuckers lost you know elections and things like that how do you deal with like petty commentary like that that makes hey all right new york i mean bitch does the train run right next to this bitch that's a freight Um, train yes petty shit like that how do you like seemingly just get through it not respond not do anything keep it pushing and then lastly what is one thing if you could go back to anybody who tried it and cuss them the fuck since this is a tell all right so she's telling all who would be somebody that if you could go back and be like bitch you tried to fuck out that shit and let me tell you two things about who the fuck I am who would that be why and what would you say yes Thank you so much, girl. Thank you, I Stella. agree with all those things. Get off of the internet. No, I'm on Instagram Live. Everybody say hi to Instagram. All right. We're in Queens, New York! Whoop, 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 whoop! He refuses to get That's growing up Atlanta, hip-hop, Atlanta. It sure the fuck is. Y'all ready for the next one? Yeah, yes. we are ready. Thank Remember, you, don't, don't touch this microphone. Please and rise. Right. What's your name? Hey, my name is Loso. All right, so I'll be really quick. Um, I work for a software company here in New York, and uh, in particular on my... So it's, it's like really young and modern. Uh, in particular on, on my direct team, I work with this older uh, white woman, right? And I mean, at first glance, she seems pretty okay, but <laughs> she You're is... Never okay. She's from Staten Island, or- <laughs> Hell no! Hell no! Stop right there! That's right. There are niggas in Staten Island. There's Nothing only, against you. There's only one. It's, it's him. Nothing against you and your people. All right. Yes. What happens there? You go. Niggas get they, strung up. You go become an actor. Tell them again. All right, yeah. So she uh, she is from Staten Island. Um, she is a Trump supporter. And, Hell no! And all day at work, I, mean, I I won't say all day, but pretty often throughout the workday, just me and her in our little office, she says like crazy off the wall shit all the time, right? So I ended up going on Facebook and venting to all my friends, and they're like, "Yo, you gotta say something, you gotta say something." But it's like you know, I'm I'm just trying to go to work, get my check, go home. I don't want no drama with nobody. Right. I, I don't I don't fuck with my coworkers as is, and they think Same. I'm like some, some bougie nigga. So it's like, what? 
what should I do? Do should I just like tell her off one day? Do I just like do okay, I let it go? So a question: Can you not just continue to ignore her? Why can't you ignore Sit her? Sit down, Daniel. I tr- I try my. I wanted to stop on the bougie nigga part and just point out the fact that you do have on a do rag and sunglasses at night inside. <laughs> it's a silky. In their Versace. I, 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 I didn't want to get my hair fucked up. So. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> that sounds a little oh, yeah, yeah. But nah, that was, some, that was somebody else. That was somebody else. Yeah, fuck her. I don't know. So here's the thing, right? Usually, if you've listened to the show, um, usually when we were asked questions or advice about things that pertain to the workplace, I look to her because I'm the quickest person to get you fired. So what do you think? does yeah i He's will always like bitch you know i don't have a real job i so, will get you fired so always my thing about workplace drama is can you address this without coming under fire without being at risk for being terminated if you can then i would do so if not I mean, honestly, I've been in that position. I've just had to swallow white people's bullshit for the sake of a check. Honestly, I've been there many, many times. And you just have to deal with it until that point. Only you can know what is best for you. But if it is possible for you to not talk to that bitch, then don't talk to that bitch. Let me make a crack at this. Point blank, period. Make notes. Make notes of the comments that she makes. Always. You know what I'm saying? Keep you some receipts. Have your voice memos turned on. I'm trying to do it. I'm sorry. I'm just saying. Record every conversation. Record all of this stuff. Yes. So that when she really tries it, you have a timeline for HR and you have actual tangible evidence of the shit that she said when she she really pulls it. Oh, well. You got a She is HR? Oh no, she's not HR. Amen. I, okay, right. Good. So I was, I did good. Yeah, no, you did great. Even though you don't know what HR is, because you've literally never reported to the never spoke ever. to. <laughs> I've never known who was HR at a job I had in my life. Yeah, I cussed you out myself. Good luck, sir. Ready for the next one? Yep. What's yeah. your name? Hi, I'm Chi, and I brought y'all a gift. You didn't um, have to. I brought to. y'all some infused macarons. You should, you should not have. Wait, infused with what? <laughs> Look at this nigga. Um, so my question is, um, I work in the cannabis field full time. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody in my family knows that I work with weed except for my mom. My mom is an African immigrant, so to her, weed and crack are the same thing. And so <laughs> they can be. <laughs> Lately, she's been. Appreciate it. She's been asking me a lot, like, "What do you do for work? Like, how are you able to move to New York and go traveling?" And I kind of just pharmaceutical sales. (laughs) And I kind of just make a joke and deflect because I don't know how to like tell her that like I work with weed, mom. Like that, I might as well say I'm a crack dealer to her, but. Since everybody else in my family knows, I feel like I should be the one to tell her before anybody else does. Yeah. So I'm just wondering if you guys had that conversation with your parents, like of smoking weed. Have you had the weed conversation go, with your parents? Like, how can I go about it? No, but I'm like 100% sure that my parents know that I smoke weed, but they also yeah. know that I pay my bills, I take care of myself, and I look quite nice when I shower and cut my hair. So I can get high all I want to. They ain't got to deal with it. And Amen. they always told me if I get locked up for some dumb shit like that, not to call them. So what's there to worry about? 
Right. I similarly have never had to tell my mama that I smoke weed. I feel like she just knows because I'm a trash individual. And I literally have, like, nothing going for me. This is lovely. So I feel like, what are you eating? Macaroons? Oh, I don't like macaroons. Thank you, though. Thank you, though, sis. Mow the fuck for me. But for you, I would say, you know, is there a way that you can tell her that you work in pharmaceuticals or or prescription drugs or something like that where she won't automatically associate it with bullshit? Because I really understand the need to, like, make money. We live in a capitalist society and we all need to survive in it. But also I understand the need to not have your mama calling you on Sunday like, Hezekiah Walker said you ain't shit <laughs> and you need to get your life right. I understand that as well. So if you can be like, Mama, you know, I work for Merck. I work for... Yummy know, things are inside. Yes, the fuck they are. P&G. And I just sell drugs. And, you know, people are better because of the work that I do. I think that's fine without explicitly saying weed. I mean, it's, it's the a truth. lot of things my mama don't know specifically that I do. But I still send her a check when she want to go off with her any ass girlfriends and do some old bitch shit. So she don't care. She don't Did really you just call it. your mama an old bitch? No. Well, I mean, mama. Old bitch activities. Right. Old yes. bitch activities. Like going to Essence and not drinking. That's some shit my mama would do. Go to Louisiana and not drink, bitch, for what? Trigger. You could have stayed in Kansas. <laughs> like, girl, don't make no sense. <laughs> So some shit like that. But, you know, if you can just tell your mama the truth without giving her too many not details, going to and I not honestly drinking. feel like that's the best route. Okay. She don't Nigga, need to know everything. tell she- your mama to buy Becoming by Michelle Obama, <laughs> where she references the fact that weed was a part of her journey and she still became Michelle Obama. What more is there to say? There's nothing to say. Amen. We Michelle Obama is your God. Uh, and I just want to say, Crystal, I'm so sorry for making everybody think you were slinging baggies of coke off. Was that you? <laughs> You're the one who did coke at the sh- at, 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 at Kimberly's party. Oh, you. This heifer came to my fucking Halloween party talking about that she had a great time and got to meet Crystal and do coke for the first time. That's how the sentence was worded. So do you know that I woke up the next day and was like, bitch, was you giving bitches coke at the... I sure the fuck wasn't because first of all, I don't do coke. And secondly, if I did, I wouldn't share with no goddamn body. That's what I thought. Well, no judgment. You know what I'm saying? You had a great time. I did. You know, was it a blast? I did the bump, and then I turned around, and Crystal was there. So I was like, oh, my God, it's happening. And, you know, I just, when I wrote it, I was Were we outside? Was it no. raining? Oh, I was I outside kicking it with everybody else. There was a moment. Crystal was outside with a large group of of, yep. of, of, of drug users. Negroes. For a yep. long time. There was a, there was a whole entire group yep, out there I for was. a while. I wasn't being particularly social. So I see how Coke was just like, hey, let's just do this too. So I pass no judgment. You look absolutely great. I'm glad that you had a great time. You had a good, you made it home safe. But sis, tell them I didn't do no goddamn Bitch, Coke. Bitch, we know you didn't she do did no Coke. did not do any Coke. Auntie Crystal did not do no Coke. That was just me. That, Thank you I so knew, much. 
I knew you didn't do no coke. Hell no, I didn't do no coke. First of all, I'm never taking stranger coke. <laughs> Bitch, please. Sometimes I don't take y'all weed, to be honest with right. you. Right. First like, of all. And secondly, I like had no mother. idea she did coke till she tweeted me afterwards. And I was like, hell yeah, bitch, we having fun. She said she was high when she met you and when she tweeted that. Okay, so, well, I don't remember her either, so I guess I was high as well. Shout out to that Megan Trainer, that right, Miley Cyrus. Got, and <laughs> got, this is going to be the last question. Who's next? going to be the last question. Yeah. No, 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 no. I, I got word. I got no, y'all. No, no, no. It's right. about 930. Okay. More. Okay, let's right, go. Okay, let's right. go as fast as possible. All right, because my read won't even my read won't even be long. Nine forty-five, and then we will go very short. Yeah. Alex, we will go very short All right. in the read. Alex, you heard that? Was it from me? All right. Okay, as quick as possible, y'all. So I feel like my name? question. My name is Michelle. <laughs> yes, Michelle. Michelle Obama. My name is Michelle Obama. <laughs> so I am a professional <laughs> consultant. And I finally got an offer from a company to work for them for full time. Now, the thing is that in my industry, there is oversaturation and there's tons of people that can fill my position, but I am really good at what I do. So I got this position with a company as a consultant and within three weeks, they want to make me full time. However, they've lowballed me. Okay. And said, you know, this is what we're going to offer you. Now, do I say... Okay, right, so here's no. the thing. Right, is, we already know where you're right, going. Right, I already know where you're going. Right. I just want so to here's say the, No, I understand. I honestly do. And first of all, here's the thing. You have to choose between Trump's America, <laughs> getting the salary you deserve, and a job that you love, and a career that fulfills you, or making the goddamn money that you need to make in order to live in New York City. And you should be Under making. Trump's America and dealing with that bullshit regardless of what comes your way. So I would say, honestly, I would say, look, you know, from my experience, from my skill level, I truly believe I deserve X, Y, Z and whatever fancy white folks way you want to word that in your email. But the thing is, don't let it go unsaid. Say to these white people, I can make more money as a freelancer than as your goddamn employee. So make it sweet for me to come over here and pledge my allegiance to you, bitch. Because otherwise I'll go to Medium or, you know, I don't know who you work for, BuzzFeed, whoever the fuck, and make my own goddamn money without you hoes. Like, there's no, here's the thing. Only black people hesitate about this shit. Hey, the fuck, man. White Amen. people be like, God damn it, I did one and a half years of community college as a woman. and I deserve that shit. You as a black woman need to say, bitch, I deserve so much more than what you hoes are Thank willing you. to give me, but Thank I you. will work for this amount, ho, what's up? Thank you. And let them say yes or no. If they're willing to continue to pay you as a freelancer, then let them pay you. When I was... Sis, when I was working full time at MTV and doing this show at the same time, I told them white folks over and over again, just run me my check every Thursday. I don't give a hot nut fuck what y'all do other than that. Run me my check 
every goddamn Thursday. I don't need to be permanent MTV. I don't need to have a at MTV.com email address. I truly don't give a hot nut fuck as long as I get my motherfucking money. And that's all you need to say to the motherfuckers. Now understand, health insurance is a real thing. It is real, girl. And if they offering benefits, then say what you want. And if they're willing to match it, then match it. And if they're willing to say, look, girl, we can give you all that. We'll give you 3000 less, but we'll still give you all the benefits. Then you decide if that's worth it for you. But only you can decide that. But say something because you are goddamn worth it. You are worth it. You are absolutely 100% worth that shit. You're worth all that and then some. Yes, Tammy Faye. All right, 10 minutes left before we have to stop questions. So let's run through them as quickly as possible. All right, y'all better be ready. We got Spinelli. Yeah, no, I know. Spinelli's not playing. Hi, my name is Chantal. How are you? Um, I wrote my question down uh, as a listener letter. So, um, okay. Dear Kid Fury and Crystal, my best friend and neighbor of three years passed away last Thursday. And after years of battling and suffering from this debilitating neurological disease, he finally died, leaving behind no family except for a 15-year-old chihuahua that I take care of now. His name is Batman. Um, Hold on, what's the baby name? Batman. Batman? Batman. Batman. Oh, the dog's name is Batman. His funeral was yesterday, and I honestly feel like I'm in a fog right now. And I'm trying my best to be able to grieve and keep up with my work and my current projects. But I feel like I'm going to fail because I still have a difficult time dealing with his death. And I know that you both experience the loss of someone close to you. And I just wanted to know, how are you able to handle your work schedule and your responsibilities while you're dealing with your loss? And any advice that you have for me, I'd really Absolutely. appreciate it. Well, first of all, thank you so much for taking care of this random man's dog, because most people would not. Most people would like, bitch, is the apartment open? How much is the rent? Let me move in that bitch real quick. I don't give a fuck about that dog. So shout out to you for giving a fuck. But I mean, this is one of those thing one of those things where humanity matters more than anything else. And that is something I have been learning a lot in therapy this year. But sis, the fact that you have taken over the care of this dog for your neighbor, right? Your neighbor who just passed away and you just had the funeral, so it's probably be all still very emotional. He was my best friend too. He died. He was your best friend? Oh God. So here's the thing, right? Jesus. I think that unfortunately, like this is one of those things where there aren't really like it would be beautiful if you just had a set of words that you can construct and like solve the problem. It's not one of those situations. It's something that you have to sort of do a lot of personal work with Amen. and give yourself like the uh, mental, emotional and spiritual breaks to like get through it because really all that can sort of mend and heal and allow you to feel better is time. Yes. It's not something that is just like, oh, well, just go and do this or whatever. Yes. You're going to feel better. Like it isn't. It's something that you have to Go on the cry. Allow yourself to like, go on the cry. Through. Girl, shut. Hush. Don't wave it so away. Like, Just cry. Let so, yourself feel the feelings. It's real. So I think that, you know, you got to like 
just allow yourself. I think that in terms of like work is concerned, um, do the best that you can. You know what I'm saying? Even like aside from, let me just say like aside from what you're dealing with in terms of the loss of a loved one. I've had moments recently where I've been going insane just trying to get work done, period. And it's taken a lot of, uh, uh, it's taken a toll on me like emotionally and mentally and stuff. And I just get to a point where I'm like, you know what? Nobody's going to come and assassinate me for a, over this fucking work. Nobody is going to come and beat my ass over this fucking work. All I can do is work the hardest that I feel I can, but I'm going to give myself the breaks that I feel that yes. I need because I'm going to be useless to myself, to my job, to my friends, to my family if I push myself past the place that I know that or push myself past the things I know I can handle and try to just get over it even though I know that I'm struggling because you'll snap, you'll lose it, or you just won't be able to operate at it like an adequate level or pace. So you got to be like, if there's moments where you got to get up from your desk or whatever and be like, I'm about to go outside and have some juice, nigga, (laughs) smoke a joint, whatever the fuck it is, call my ex and remind him that that nigga ain't shit. I don't give a fuck if it's been six years. I just feel like cussing somebody out today. Whatever it is that's going to like give you a moment to like just woosa and however free, like it's a thing that there's nobody, nobody can really map that out for you. You just got to do your best while doing what you know you got to do for you. You know what I'm saying? Like, and you can find that balance on your own. You can find the balance of I turned my work in today or I did the best I could in terms of my work today. But you know what? My nigga just died and I'm fucked up and I feel like going home and eating some fucking ice cream and watching a different world or whatever. And like, nigga, who the fuck is honestly (laughs) going to tell you that you can't watch a different world and eat your motherfucking ice cream after your homie just died? Like, who? Who's going to say that shit to you? Do what the fuck you got to do for yourself. Get your ass up the next day and do what the fuck you got to do that next day and keep it fucking pushing into you feeling better the fuck period nobody's gonna fight you contest you or tell you no motherfucking different because you're human and that's the best that it is that's all that it is the end period yes and best of luck to you thank you so much come and give me a hug see he wanna hug you cause he got a goddamn dog (laughs) and if 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 Link died I would bring Link into my what if you died, sorry, if you died, I would bring Lincoln to my house. I would be like, Link, you not homeless, my nigga. I know you only met me nine First of all, times. I'm not even sure that if Link died, the bitch, that if I died, the bitch wouldn't just be like, oh, finally, my God. Just, I was wondering, it would take but so long. But regardless, if something tragic happened to you, oh, I would take think, care oh, this of you, is dog. Good. Did you do this? Yeah. I painted it today. What? Oh where's God. your? Y'all niggas is so extra. Put your. See, she be can you put your Instagram bullshit. or something on this? Watercolors and bullshit. I just want your like Instagram so I can tag. This is a cute. I mean, picture. no, it's beautiful. Shout Give out to your Instagram. To, where is the Amen. very tall Caucasian woman, Alex? Look right there. Go to her and give her your Instagram so that I can give you a tag for this. Oh, here we go. Oh, Amen. Okay. Shout out to Better the white lady working. Put your Instagram on this and give it to this so I can have it. Thank you. I love your shirt too. Doing things for us. I hate you. Okay, so we're really gonna have to stop at the lady in the green jacket, but that's if we can get that far. So let's. Let's go. All right, let's go. 
Okay, so hi, my name is Jay. I just want to take a minute and say you guys do inspired me to go to uh, therapy, especially Crystal with the Crystal's Couch. So, yeah. Thank you. No, you're like my actual aunt in my head. Um, Thank you, boo. So I suffer from depression and anxiety, uh-huh. and it comes Same. from like me finding about finding out about my sexuality. I'm Middle Eastern. I'm one of seven kids, so it's not easy to be queer in the Middle household. Um, I have an older brother who's three. He's three years older than me. Um, I haven't talked to him in two years because he got married and moved out of my house. Even when he got married, I didn't go to his wedding. I didn't say congratulations, nothing. We didn't grow up um, well. He was always a bully to me and would right. like take my video games. Right. When I like, oh, yeah, and like yeah. play the entire game in front of me, Kid Fury, and be like, here you go, you can take back your controller. Hold on, I get it as well. I mean, I'm just saying, he's just looking at me. But yeah. Um, recently through therapy, I've like had this new discovery, you know, where like, I'm like forgiving, trying not have ill intentions for anybody. Do you think I, like I reached out to him, he answered back, was like happy for it. Then we had a conflict in schedules and he ended up never hitting me up again. Like Mm -hmm. asked to be like, oh, we missed you last time. Do you want to still talk about it? Yeah. What do you think I should do? Should I keep reaching out to him or should I just say nothing? to reach out but remember that communication goes both ways and especially if you are the younger person in the party the older person especially if it is a parent or guardian certainly needs to be more on the offensive end and making the effort to reconnect and get in touch with you but there's not oh, I'm saying there's nothing wrong with reaching out and being like hey you know I want us to have this relationship I want us to have this established but if you don't get a response feel free to let that go and move on with your life because you are so much more than the sum of any one relationship right amen and thank you so yeah, much for being yeah I don't think this here. is something that you really need to to think too much into you know what I'm saying I think that you gotta remember that if you're not really that close if you haven't really had the brightest relationship anyway it's gonna be something that's uncomfortable for him as well as you so just do you know whatever right. I can until he actually Thank fouls you so much. and then be like oh okay well fuck you then thanks boo I'm just trying to get through as many people as possible before we have to get out of here because we have a hard stop at 10 so okay um, my name is Marsha and my question is I've been with a woman for four years oh fuck she's a great partner I'm sure she is I have no complaints except for the fact that I'm still attracted to men that's fine um so a year ago I met a man (laughs) yeah and um same we started messing around like so we officially got into a relationship even though I was in a relationship with a woman. So you in two relationships. But men are trash. No, sir, mouse. <laughs> so I finally came clean to my girlfriend and I told her that I've been sleeping with this man for a year. And we're together. Don't do her like that. What did so your girlfriend say? She said, Spice it down. What took you so long? I knew you were cheating. Oh, work. I love this. This just got way Thanks more fun. always now. And she's like, I'm willing to be with you, even though you're dealing with him. Lesbians are some goddamn fools. Girl, let Here's me tell you. I'm going to go ahead and tell you right now. Be by your motherfucking self. Here's 
the thing. It's nothing wrong with being attracted to men and women and non-binary and non-binary and all them niggas. Like you, you, it's fine to be with anybody on any spectrum of gender identity, but be by your goddamn self. That's the thing. Don't worry about committing to any one person when you know that you feel like, you know what? I'm out here trying to figure out who I want and what I want. And it's not that big of like, I'm not trying to hurt nobody's feelings in the process of me figuring out what I want. You're perfectly allowed and within your rights to do that. Just do it without hurting anybody else's feelings. And here's the thing. I'm going to tell you something. Here's a secret. You ready? Lesbians are stupid as fuck. Here's the thing with women who are only attracted to other women. They are some goddamn morons. I will tell you this as somebody who has dated them hoes almost exclusively. All they want is some pussy that's going to be loyal, girl. All, that's all they want. That's all they want. And if you're not ready for that, you don't have to give her that. You don't owe her that. You owe yourself happiness and fulfillment. Yes. So do that. But leave her alone to go find the lesbian of her dreams that she can shack up with and go go do gay shit with. You see what I'm saying? You see what I'm saying? Do why, you see what I'm saying? Why the nigga gotta lose out though? He what wasn't you mean? by. You said you told her to be by herself. This I mean, ain't a Q and, I, this is not a Q and A and A. There's nothing wrong. Here's the thing. There's nothing wrong with being alone. Being alone means you have the time to figure your shit out, what you really want, what you really value, what is really important to you. I truly cherish my time being alone. But if this unicorn magical person comes around for me to be with, I'm not opposed to that either. So just go ahead and be by yourself. I, I truly think you should break up with this lesbian be by yourself figure out what you want and when you want it and then be with that person but lesbians will not break up with you because all them hoes she, want is a goddamn wife she won't let me no they're not gonna break up with you girl they're not gonna do it dykes will never leave you they will never fucking leave you girl you have to be like sis i'm gonna go fuck some dicks and i'll let you know if i'm with the pussy or the fake dick or not like it's that simple. You just have to be brave enough and bold enough to do it. And they will be there regardless. Thank you so much to everyone who asked a question tonight. We appreciate your participation Amen. in the Q&A portion okay, of the Okay, we program. only have time for one more. One oh, more. Okay. Come on, come on, come on. Yay, one more. Get, get your hand off the mic. Oh, I thought I had to hold it. My bad. Hey. Hi, I'm Brenda. I love you guys. Same. We're tag teaming. Hey, girls. Hi, I'm Queen. Okay, Brenda, who's your friend? This is my best friend. I've known her for 13 years. We're from Minnesota. What's her name, though, girl? You're from Venezuela. I'm Queena. Y'all met me before, but Kid Fury said I couldn't ask a second Oh, Minnesota. (laughs) Okay. Minnesota. Thank you so much. What's your qu- thank you for being here what's your question hi I have more of a comment and she's gonna ask a question and make it quick cause I don't wanna keep y'all kid theory 13 girl. people just suck they teeth well, y'all are so good on disrespectful but here's the thing in 10 minutes yeah. you have to leave this stage regardless so I just have a few things to say I love you guys <laughs> I don't understand the anger Love you. I love you guys I've been living in New York for 10 years, and every time you have a show, I'm out of town. This is my first time in town. She bought me yes. tickets last time, and I couldn't come. Yes. So I Good bought friend. a ticket to, make, to bring my best friend so she can ask a question. Kid, 
I love you. Thank you for introducing me to Crystal. Crystal, I love you. Okay, friend, please get on the mic. Thank you. Ditto to all that. So, okay. So, I have a, let's just say I have a friend, right? Okay. And that friend is in a long-term relationship, right? But she has... Bitch, you just said she just said it better not be me. Don't none of your business, bitch. But anyway, so um, that friend is in a long term relationship, right? And oh, that no. friend works with a lot of wealthy people and has a business idea. One of the wealthy people she works with wants to give her a little allowance to start her business, but she thinks he likes it, so she says no. Okay. Is she wrong? Would you take the money? This person Hell is like a ten no. million. Let no. me tell you something, girl. You didn't even have to finish this question. Let me say. Let me tell you something. Women, and you know, I know in 2018, the new thing is to include femme-identified people. I don't even know if any of y'all niggas is in the audience now. But if you is, women and femmes, you never owe anybody else the satisfaction of feeling like they are pleased. You are just fine all by yourself. What you feel comfortable with doing is just fine. There is nothing wrong with that. And if you feel like there is something extra that you need to be doing, understand that as like a part of your oppression instead of something that you truly need to do. It's more like when black women can read at grade level and write like they have some goddamn sense, people be like, uh, bitch, what? Can you edit uh, the the quarterly, bitch? Can you edit uh, Best American Short Stories to 2018? You're like, girl, what? I just fucking got here. Like, I'm just here to make regular ass work. I'm just a black girl. So make sure that everything you do is adapted to your level. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't feel particularly stressed about this if I were you. Much like that uh, Phantom Nissan uh thing that we went through earlier with future i'm not giving no nigga no mother like if i i no shade like no nothing i feel confident enough in myself and empowering myself to get through my journey and get the things i want on my own accord to not have to like have a nigga hang some shit over my head because he did me a favor fuck nigga i don't need a motherfucking thing from you thanks so much it's cute that you felt like you could but you can keep it i'll get there without you sis see you there bye good night as a black woman you don't owe nobody nothing this world owes you never forget that shit Never forget that shit. Every civilization was built on your goddamn labor, girl. Never forget that shit. America, this goddamn trash-ass country, owes everything it has to black people who worked for free for hundreds of years. Never forget that shit. You are owed that shit, and you deserve it. So whatever you ask for... Honestly, whatever you ask for, you deserve that and so much more. Never forget it. And thank you so much for coming to the show tonight. All right, so tonight for the read, let's wrap this up. I have yes. two things to say, and then we we're going to keep wrap it, it pushing. First and foremost, I saw that Trump said to a reporter from CNN, I believe her name was Abby Phillips, that she asked stupid questions or whatever. When she asked him something about, have what is the man's name? Matt Whitaker. 
Yeah. Like his name. Reining in the, the Mueller investigation. Ass. And he just responded to this black girl by saying that that was a stupid question, but he's seen her before and she asked a lot of stupid questions. And to that I say, it's just another day of fuck yous to you, sir. Yeah. I don't even know how you would open your mouth to say somebody would ask a stupid question because you don't know anything about stupid. Self-awareness is just not a thing that you have on, you know, intact. So like you wouldn't really see stupid if it woke up next to you in bed. You wouldn't understand what the fuck it is. You yourself are an idiot. So for you to open your mouth to anyone, especially a black woman in the United States of America and tell them they have stupid questions, nigga, you got stupid questions, stupid answers and stupid fucking results. So I don't know why you felt like that comfortable. But then again, look who we're talking about. Shocked? Not really. Just decided I wanted to add in a fuck you to that. Next, this isn't really a read because I'm not super mad about it, but follow me. So they released a trailer for this movie coming out called Detective Pikachu. I'm sorry. That looks like trash. Pikachu is a part of a franchise, video game, franchise, manga, anime, and the like in Japan. Uh, It's called Pokemon. Um, Pokemon has been a part of my life since probably fifth or sixth grade. Remind me to tell you a funny story about it. But either way, this film is based on a game I never played called Detective Pikachu, where Pikachu speaks full English and solves (laughs) mysteries with some teenager, right? I decided that I had no interest in playing that game because I always felt like playing a preteen who has decided that instead of going to school, they'd rather dedicate their life to enslaving wild animals. I felt like that was far enough into like the world of fantasy that I didn't also need to like be, you know, detective stabler. So I figured that game is not for me. Let me move on. So the issue for me, right, is that they're making this movie. I had known about it for a while, kind of forgot about it until this trailer came out. Pikachu is once again in this film. He's a detective. It is a live action slash animated film. Think Roger Rabbit and all of that shit, right? So you have these photorealistic Pokemon in this film. Pikachu's furry and out of his mouth comes Ryan Reynolds' voice. Making jokes, just laughing. It is odd, my nigga. I don't know how to feel about this. And the reason I feel like it should be my read is because I'm going to go watch it. Like, first of all, shout out to Justice Smith, young black man, face of this movie. You know what I'm saying? Like that. So good for you. Um, And because it's a live action Pokemon movie. Are you fucking kidding me? I'm going to go watch it. Like, this is a part of my, like, legacy. So I have to be there. But to me, for Pokemon to have been a franchise that has existed for decades, they've had so many different stories, so many games. And out of all of that, you choose the one where this nigga Pikachu is solving crimes and murders and mysteries and shit. And he's voiced by Deadpool. It's strange. It's odd. And I'm weirded out by the fact that I'm going to go see this movie anyway. Like the first big, huge budget Pokemon. Pokemon movie could have just been a regular Pokemon movie where Pikachu just is Pikachu and niggas are catching them all. Like, why gotta be Deadpool on top of all of that? I'm weirded out by it. I find it to be strange. And it's not what the fuck I signed up for. Pokemon, the first Pokemon game I ever played, I was in sixth grade. 
I went to this school that I think it was, it was this school called Ammons, Herbert Ammons. It was like a magnet school in, in Florida. Tons of people from South Dade are going to judge the fuck out of me. The entire school was like brand new when I went to it. So all of the like the cafeteria, library, every classroom was in like a trailer, not like an RV, but like, you know, like storm trailers. Right. That's- so everybody who didn't go to Ammons called Ammons Trailer Park Academy. And we just had to live with that. Either way, right. The first time I played it was Pokemon Blue, which was like one of the first generations of the game, right? So funny story. My homeboy let me borrow the game. So the class after that I had was banned. And so we were in some one of the trailers way in the back of the school. I didn't give a fuck about playing the flute or clarinet or whatever the fuck it was I played. I wanted to catch them fucking all. Like I kept hearing about this shit. So I went into the bathroom. We had bathrooms in the classroom again because they're trailers. So I went in there. I pulled out my Game Boy and I put in this game and I played it. I swear to God I got lost in this game and I sat there and played it for like 30 minutes straight. Right. Locked in the bathroom in the classroom so eventually my the band teacher like knocked on the door and was like young man like you've been in the the bathroom for half the class so I came out and all of the kids in the class were making fun of me because they thought that I was taking a shit right so I out loud was like um I was playing Pokemon Blue thank you very much I was more embarrassed by the fact that the class thought I was shitting than telling them I was spending the class catching Pokemon so I told them that that's what I was doing and then I ended up getting in trouble for playing Pokemon rather than using the bathroom for what it was meant to be used for so I say all of that to say this is a part of my 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 growing up my my childhood and all of the things I don't I don't need Blake Lively's husband to be my Pikachu. It's weird. I just find it to be odd, mm-hmm. but I know I'm going to go and sit through this anyway because every other moment that didn't include Ryan Reynolds speaking out of this creature's mouth looked amazing from yes. someone who has been a fan of Pokemon since being a child. So, again, half read. I'm going to go and I'll probably love it anyway. But, nigga, you can just made a regular ass Ash and Brock and Misty. I don't know. That's it. All right. Well, amen to whatever that was. Bitch, you um, got your motherfucking nerve talking about whatever the fuck was going on over here, bitch. I have 180 seconds that I'm going to use to my full ability. First of all, fuck Cindy Hayes. What's that bitch's name? All her right. Na- no, no, no. Her name is Cindy for sure, which is some white bitch bullshit. Well, Cindy, bitch, fuck you. Oh no, it's definitely fuck her, but her name is Sandy Bitch. Sorry, no. So bitch is her name. Not Sandy Bitch, Sandy Hyde. Okay. Cindy Hyde Dash Smith. All right, Cindy we'll get there. Smith, uh Cindy Hyde hyphen Smith. All right. Is a um Mississippi senator. And Damn. right. The fact that all of y'all were automatically like, what the fuck, bitch? God damn it. So, of course, Cindy, um, when she was being introduced by another cattle farmer, said, I would go to any any lynching. I would go to any hanging that he's had in his home. I would be there front fucking row. So, of course, since Cindy in Mississippi, which, by the way, is the state that had the most hangings most lynchings of black Americans, formerly the black saved or slave enslaved in this country. Of course, Cindy's opponents was like, bitch, that's not 
You can't right. just bring up just don't lynchings like it's nothing. <laughs> yeah. Like you can't just bring up niggas being hanged. And so she had a press conference, I believe, today, Tuesday, and talked about how over and over she has already released a statement and she will not comment further. And the government of Mississippi stepped up to say, you know, I know Cindy and I know that she could never be racist. She gonna never be racist, you guys. I know Cindy. Like, I know her, know her. And she would literally never be racist, you guys. Like, she would literally never do it. But here's the thing. We have heard that shit so many times, especially those of us from flyover states. We know white folks who will be unracist to our faces and then be racist as fuck in the goddamn voting booth. So we're not surprised by the Cindy Hyde Dash Smiths or any other hoes of this generation who feel like they can do whatever they fuck the fuck they want to and then still have people vote for them. I truly hope she loses that seat. However, it's Mississippi, so she may not. Right. My other read this week goes out to Victoria's Secret. <laughs> Thank you. I f- almost forgot about that. I don't know if y'all know almost the, chief, about that. the chief marketing officer of, um, what's it called again? Victoria's Secret. Victoria's Secret. Yep. We're almost done. Almost the, done. You know, you know, I've had a little alcohol and it's fine as well. I'm a yep. The chief operating officer of Victoria's Secret said that they have no interest and putting fat, which I consider myself fat, or plus size women in their shows. They have no interest in putting uh, transgender women in their shows because they cater to a specific audience and they don't give a fuck about the rest of us. And I say, God damn it. That's not ours. No, I threw it down anyway. I am the rest of us. Here's the goddamn point. Most of us are not fucking 5'10". Most of us are not 132 pounds. Most, most of us are not fucking stick stint, thin. And it doesn't goddamn matter. That's the point. It doesn't matter. We can be as big as we want to be. We can be as round as we want to be. We can be as different as we want to be. The establishment doesn't want us. And it has never fucking wanted us. So we don't give a fuck if... Victoria's Secret doesn't want us to put on their lingerie because, bitch, we have literally never worn your goddamn shit. We have worn that maiden form bullshit, that Playtex bullshit when they put out the bras that was trying to be sexy, but it was still a cotton blend. And we have put on the rest of that bullshit because, bitch, we big girls and we trans girls and we don't give a fuck. But shout out to Gabby Fresh who has done her swimsuits and who has done her lingerie line. Shout out to every fat woman, especially women of color who have made the way for the rest of us to get the clothing and the lingerie and the sexiness that we deserve. I don't give a fuck about what some 70-year-old white man at Victoria's Secret feels like black people should wear. Bitch, who... What you think we should wear means literally nothing, ho. Like, we are our own people. We don't give a fuck what anybody else has to think about us. And we are here regardless of what you think. So shout out to us. That's the fuck right. Shout out to us for not giving, first of all, one what hot nut fuck about what y'all think about us. And secondly, 
here's the thing like y'all i don't want to be super sensitive and i know y'all have to go to work so go home go home i get it but here's the thing (laughs) y'all ain't shit here's the thing knowing who you are and knowing what you deserve is worth more than anything else in this world it's worth more than anything else Knowing that you right now, as you are, deserve the world and you don't have to lose weight or be better or anything else to deserve the things you deserve is very goddamn real. So go ahead and take the shit you deserve. Don't apologize for no bullshit. Don't take the niggas who got seven kids by eight bitches and you feel like that's all you can have because it's all you deserve. Bitch, you deserve the whole goddamn world. So do I. And let that be your guide. Let that be your light. I said what I said. You are right, too. And we fucking deserve it. Black women deserve this whole god motherfucking world. Bitch, this country is ours. You hoes are lucky that we let you have it. But this shit is ours. We built this motherfucker. We sustained this motherfucker. And you niggas ain't gonna be shit without us. So suck my dick. If y'all don't go the fuck home. All right. Thanks so much for coming. We appreciate your presence. Thank you so much for putting up with me and my glasses. I know I look like Marcus from Love and Hip Hop Hollywood. Crystal and her braids. Shout out to her braids. Thanks for coming. Goodbye.